Alright, so other wind indicators we'll look at is mist, smoke, other balloons in the sky, dust, dust, anything. Hey, look at that, where it's going. Okay, so I'm trying to fight as much right as possible, as I said earlier. I know the upper winds will come into the left, so Slowing yeah. down as well, hey, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so we're ready? Yeah, when you're ready. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a beautiful morning up here in the balloons above. What are we? Harabiasport? Well, yes, Mahali's River Valley and Harabiasport down, yes. And we're with the iconic Bill Harrop from Bill Harrop Balloons, and it's just awesome to be in a basket with you. Oh, thank you. How very privileged much. am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure to be in the basket. It really is. <laughs> I see you co piloting today. Uh, well, they say, but uh, actually, I'm more here for you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to think you've given up flying. Uh, no, I haven't. No. How many years have you been flying? Uh, since 1976. But the company has been going since 1981. Goodness. So that's a good 40 years now. 40th birthday is in June. I think it's the 12th of June. I mean, we've been going for 40 years. And over, oh. over 150,000 people we've flown. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, a big, that's a big number. But you've been a family business for a long time. Yes, indeed. Yes, my wife, myself, um, our son and our daughter. Our son is uh, working in the business now, and our daughter is, but from afar. <laughs> so now, what, what made you start Bill Harrop Balloons? Was um, it your love of ballooning? I love ballooning, but the point is that uh, you get a lot of fair weather friends. So I thought, well, let's start charging. <laughs> and then I found that I had to, uh, I was obliged to set up as an airline. So we got an airline license against all odds. And so I'm an airline owner. And it's an airline that runs on time, doesn't know where the heck it's going. And if it takes longer to get there, the passengers are really happy. And it's just so silent up here. It is in between the occasional blast on the burner. It's absolutely quiet. (laughs) Yeah, you can hear a a dog or a bird calling far below. Uh, It's quite amazing. And of course, today, as you saw already, we were actually flying above a hovering hawk. And we could see that hawk hovering, ready to dive in and get whatever was down on the ground. You can't get that kind of view from an aeroplane or a helicopter, but from a balloon you can. Absolutely. And tell me a little bit about the mechanics of ballooning. Um, What makes it so iconic for people to want to do? I don't know. uh, It takes you to another dimension. You know, some people it's a sense of place. Some people it's a thrill. Some people it is... uh, look what I'm doing, I'm doing ballooning. <laughs> uh, we, and we've had people coming uh, from uh, the States. And what they said is, I'm ballooning with Bill Harrop, and this is wonderful in Africa. And they've flown over for the, uh, two nights just to do the ballooning and then gone back. All right, can you feel that little breeze on our faces now? Coming in with so I remember ballooning with you in the early 80s. My father and I won a... Um, a voucher from Hewlett Packard. Oh my goodness! And I, I brought my dad it. in the early eighties. My goodness! Yeah. Yes. So it's been it's been awesome to watch you grow. Yeah, we've, we've grown steadily. We've had our ups and downs. I mean, we had a very big down last year where we had six and a half months of no business. So it was a, a bit expensive. I can imagine. <laughs> How? Uh, what are your plans going forward? Um, we are still doing well with the local market. We're not wasting money on international promotion unless it's keeping us in their mind. But in maybe next year or the year after when international tourism comes back, 
then obviously we're going a bit more full out with the trips to Europe and America and to India to promote the business and promote South Africa. How many balloons do you have in the fleet now? Uh, in the uh, operational fleet we have five. Uh, we have another two that we are refurbishing and bringing back into the fleet. And with COVID, there's a tendency for people to want to fly in smaller groups. Although we're okay, we're all out in the open here and we're breathing away. And uh, still have to wear our masks in case any COVID police are out there <laughs> watching us. But it's a wonderful city. I mean, over there, we've got the second oldest mountains in the world. South Africa used to say they were the oldest, but Venezuela chipped up, but they've got the oldest mm -hmm. ones. Uh, you've got the, the northern sector of the cradle of humankind. And then you have all the sort of activities of the Boer War and that sort of thing. And of course, in a balloon, you've got a 360, or should I say 720, view of, of the world. So, and the winds are always different. It's a matter of skill and science to get where you want to go. And in terms of training pilots, do you train the pilots or do they come to you already trained? No, uh, well, it's a long gap between getting your license and then being able to fly for us uh, commercially. Uh, but uh, Mark here, our pilot, uh, national champion, I think four times, uh, also trains and Flip also trains uh, people. And that stays on. Okay. Well with the guests. Yes. <laughs> in, in, indeed, we're, we're part of a scheme where they, we have some government-sponsored training programs for people who are less advantaged than we are. Um, a couple of our people are on it, and. I think we're, tra we're training four people uh, with, uh, with uh, assistance from the government to, to get them trained. Just to get back. Yeah. But, as I say, to fly for us, you've got to have at least 100 hours to fly the smallest balloon commercially, and these big ones, at least 300 immaculate hours. Otherwise, no way. Well, that's from a safety perspective as well, to keep up your safety record. Yes, a safety perspective, and also to be able to handle the balloon to give a really good flight to everybody. In terms of Bill Harrop, tell me a little bit about yourself, because you're so iconic in our industry. Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be. Uh, but uh, I was born in Northumberland, England, where the porridge comes from, and you're going to have some <laughs> of that for breakfast. Uh, I went to college in England and then started my first businesses in England. Deciding obviously to come out here? Well, not, not directly. Now, first of all, I went to Sweden where I worked in the food industry, uh, one of the earliest uh, microwave restaurants uh, in, in, in the world that was started in Sweden. And that was in 19... Uh, Foot tech. Uh, Foot tech. No, 1962, <laughs> I think. Uh, I then went to Bermuda for seven years, trained and became a hotel manager, and then came here. And from a friend of ours, we met in Bermuda, who is now living in South Africa. And he told us it was a great country with great potential. So we came and had a look, and we were very happy. Also, uh, that, that's sort of my business profile. But uh, off uh, on, on things that I love to do, uh, I used to sail and row and played soccer for my college and rugby for my school. And uh, I was often asked, uh, particularly in those early days, why do you go and why have you learned to do ballet? I said, well, I'm on these shows on a regular basis, <laughs> doing ballet, tap and all kinds of dancing. 
have you seen the kind of girls I'd bring to the dances? <laughs> and in those days, you know, one did dance. And they were, uh, yes, so they wanted to learn to dance as well. But I'd done quite a lot of shows uh, with large casts uh, and then also uh, singing solo. Um, I was on one of the earliest television pop shows called Six Five Special. And I, I entertained as an entertainer while I was training to be a manager in, in the Isle of Devils in, a, in, in Bermuda. Uh, so I was, I, I was always doing double things. And of course, I was able to, with all that, I was able to buy a yacht, a 45-foot yacht. Wow. And all these amazing women to, to go and dance. I bet that's where you met Mary. Uh, I met her when she came out to Bermuda uh, to work as a secretary in, our, in the hotel where I was doing my training. And uh, so I met her and we had many romantic... She said she'd marry me, so there we are. Oh, my word. So there you go. <laughs> so how did you propose? Uh, Hopefully it's somewhere romantic, like uh, a yacht actually, or a balloon. It was on a friend's yacht, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, lady! Yo, Ophrotu! <laughs> and do you have somebody who watches the weather for you? We all do. Uh, all, all pilots... Uh, are tuned into the weather forecasting. We, we are privy to the aviation weather forecasting and radar, and we check that very carefully the night before and the morning of, and just before we fly. Oh my word. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about you. You've now proposed to, to oh, Mary. Yes. And, and uh, what happens then? Then we lived in sin for a whole year because we are <laughs> going to get married in England, and we went to England and got a lovely uh, suite at the Dorchester because, you know, if you're in the trade, you get a good deal. Then we went up to Northumberland and then into Scotland and had a beautiful honeymoon and came uh, then went back to Bermuda and then a few years later, of course, we came to South Africa. And was your vision to always start a ballooning company or was oh, your vision completely different at that point? No, no, uh, my vision was just to be a good businessman um, and I enjoyed ballooning and I found that I could make my... And that's always amazing. You, you don't do a day's work when, you, when you're working with something you love. Uh, exactly. You know, very few days are hard slog. And I have excellent staff who are very well trained and have the right motivation, the right attitude, and, uh, and also great integrity, which I think is one of the important things in, in business or in life. So we're very fortunate to have a great, great crowd of people working with us. And in terms of the cradle and um, your partners in the cradle, do you think domestic tourism is going to um, get sort of better anytime soon? Uh, uh, yeah, a lot domestic, of people are predicting 2023. Domestic tourism is, is rising because a lot of people who would have been going to Mauritius want to do something special in their own country because they can't go to Mauritius or somewhere else. So that's not a bad thing. So a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people come here. And then on the other side, there are a few people who can't... Obviously, uh, there are some people now who would have been able to afford it a couple of years ago, but now they're watching their pennies. But uh, our business is booming. It, it really is. And uh, as you can see, a whole bunch of really nice people. Absolutely. And it's such a, it's such a great way to celebrate uh, an occasion. It is, isn't it? Isn't it lovely? Look, here's these other two balloons are in their company. That might be a nice picture with people enjoying the scene. People have dropped their cell phones out of uh, <laughs> Half a dozen, yeah. but they usually drop their cell phones, and, which are, of course, switched on. So, so what we do then, 
we take a photograph of where they dropped it with somebody else's cell phone who hopefully doesn't drop it and then we direct the crew to the field of where they've dropped the cell phone and then we keep giving missed calls and you see, <laughs> did you get that yeah we did oh, <laughs> we certainly did because <laughs> it stays on record um so so now that you've you've um, looked at, at ballooning were, were you ever thinking of doing something else um i've been pretty focused on on the hot air ballooning but uh, when we first came to south africa um i'd sold my boats both of them and um the money was tied up in Bermuda and in fact we got a thought that one of them was uh, lost at sea in a big storm but uh, a British uh, frigate uh, the the haha barrack uh, set off to, uh, when they got the signal and, and brought them back 250 kilometers away oh my goodness so yeah they, they they put a crew on board to sail the yacht and they took their uh, the, the new owner and his friends on board in their ship and uh, they sailed around doing navigation exercises or something until the, the, the boat got back to uh, till they got to, uh, until until the boat was back in Bermuda so that was very nice what are the challenges with ballooning what what would you say your major challenge well, the major challenge in, Bermuda, in, in in ballooning is to watch out for power lines because you get a rather a shocking landing if you hit them Changes the hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the biggest problem is look at the visibility. Look over here, easier to see these. Look at those over there, how they kind of disappear. Okay. So, early morning, low level flying. Okay. What are your greatest joys besides your children? Uh, yes, thank you. My wife? <laughs> uh, but just seeing people enjoying the flight for whatever reason they're coming, whether it's a, an adventure, an experience, a historical sense of place, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, <laughs> whatever. And those are obviously joyful moments that you get to share. Yeah, and as a pilot, you've been doing that for years. Yeah, for many years, since 1981, commercially. Yeah. <laughs> what made you settle in the cradle area? Well, well, the reason we settled that, uh, closer to the balloon field is that we sold our big house in four ways. And uh, we'd been in four ways for most of the time we had ballooning. Um, and it was a lovely house and we had our office in our house and, uh, and our animals at the house and that sort of thing. But uh, now, of course, we don't have anybody who rides in the family and uh, it was a rather expensive property. What we're doing is going to go low level over this little damn reservoir thing over here. If you have your cameras ready and we can pick it up. The water, uh, if, if we don't get anything on now, we can always pick it up. I'll try and keep us out of the water. <laughs> and what made you decide to settle the ballooning adventures in this cradle area? Uh, that was a bit of research. I researched the whole country and found that, found in general we had some of the best winds, lowest wind speeds in, in, in the country. And this is the little gap that we were working in. <laughs> got some of the best ballooning weather in the world, most reliable ballooning weather. We have in this area some of the best ballooning weather in the world, uh, particularly in the morning. Hey, and I think ballooning is definitely one of the best experiences you can experience the valley, and this is a beautiful valley. It is a beautiful valley. We interact with the people on the ground, and uh, most of them are pretty nice. One or two are churlish, uh, but we respect their animals, we respect their crops. Um, so. And it's a very silent, f in between, it's not um, in, like a low-lying propeller 
uh, no. aircraft where it would scare animals and yeah. it would make a noise. It's a very silent... Yeah. Animals get, a, get used to it as they approach them gently. Animals uh, um, get used to it gently as, uh, as you approach them. It's not suddenly riding like that and scaring them. But we, we watch them very carefully as well. We try to, as we're approaching, give a long burn. Which, as we're approaching, we give a, a long burn, which will allow us to come up and climb and float over so that when we get to the perimeter fence, we burn again, and then if they are skittish, they'll be driven back into the field, not into the fence. Okay, that's very thoughtful. Yeah, we have to do that, you know. <laughs> no, no, listen, I think um, it's responsible tourism. It's all about the responsibility of the tour operator to make sure that the people around him, including your guests, are safe and the people around you respect what you're doing. Because yes. without the inclusion of those around you, it does make operating a tour operation a bit more difficult. It, it does. You know, we do quite a few things, charitable things, more covertly than overtly. Um, and also bring a lot of business to the restaurants and guest houses around here. We also bring a lot of business to the restaurants and guest houses that are around here with people staying overnight prior to flying. So it, it's, it's quite nice. Funny thing, we were in a restaurant last night uh, called... Um, and the people on the table just not far from us were going ballooning in the morning. <laughs> but I couldn't go over and say hi because it was a secret. And they were... <laughs> the, no, the, the, it was a surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> In terms of technology, has technology changed ballooning match, or is it still the same as it was 40 years ago? Well, the principle is the same, uh, but the burners and the are, are more efficient. The, the the fabric that we use to build the balloons is more efficient. Uh, so, it's traditional, built with wicker and uh, that sort of thing, but. It, principles of ballooning are the same but the technology is better the me mechanical design of it the, the burners are more efficient and things like that and the fabric we use is more efficient uh, but otherwise it's pretty much the same as it used to be in terms of, of international uh, competitions do you still participate or are they is ballooning growing worldwide uh, ballooning is is pretty stagnant now in its growth because of COVID, but it's, it's always been a steadily increasing sort of hobby and pastime. And Mark's been to Albuquerque a couple of times. I've been there as well, representing South Africa. And we have our national championships, which we've held the last couple of years at our base, which is a lovely place to, to have a championships because of all the facilities that we have. Uh, and of course, now we're taking in a lot more people to train because We've got a training license and uh, we can teach people to fly at, at, at quite a reasonable sort of cost. In terms of um, the, the competition level, is the competition level in South Africa comparable to the rest of the world? Uh, competition in South Africa relative to the rest of the world is not as high, but even then, if, if you're flying with about... Now the competition level in South Africa, obviously, is not as high as some of the international fellows who fly. We do well in a competition if we're a few meters from a mark. Mark was fifth in one of the competitions in the World Championships, and his marker was within 20 centimeters of the mark. Oh my word! <laughs> is that how you 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 judged, for want of a better word, is yeah, how close you are to a particular marker, that's or how, right. how yes. you go? You have a marker with a, a half a kilogram of sand and a, a long streamer, and you drop it to hit the the center of the cross that the judges have laid out. Oh my word! 
most that's most of the sort of technology <laughs> stuff. Of it. There are other situations, but uh, the the judges set a goal, and then you've all got to fly within it to get that to that goal within a certain time frame. I can just imagine. Yeah. So, in terms of of bull harrops and and going forward. Where do you, and it's a silly question because in COVID we don't know, but where, where do you anticipate yourself going with the business and, and retirement? You must be close to retirement now. I will pick it up in a minute. We subsequently landed safely and Bill and I continued our conversation out of the basket with the other guests. Yeah, so just tell me who you are and, and if you enjoyed the ride. Yeah, so I'm Catherine, this is Renew. Um, it was amazing, it was first time ballooning, so it was a great experience for us. Cold early start, but it was so worth it. It was incredible, we were so lucky. We had an awesome pilot and Bill on the, what do you call them, balloons with us? Mm, it was a good it was experience. In the basket, it was, in the basket. It was amazing to hear how he's built this up and the life he's had, and he's such a character and so humorous. So it was fantastic and awesome views, great weather. We had nice, awesome views of birds and the fellow ballooners. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. And a soft landing afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was upset. <laughs> oh, no, that was the fun part. You were on the bottom. We were, we were okay. <laughs> we were on the top. We were. <laughs> Snow, it was awesome, awesome. Would highly recommend it to anybody. Mm. Really, it was amazing. And you feel so safe, huh? I mean, you, never, you feel like you're in complete safe hands with a completely competent pilot. It was fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. It was a, it was a massive treat to have Bill mm. in, in the basket with us. And it, it was, was so nice that you were very, there yes. asking him the questions so we could hear about his life. <laughs> the history. Well, yeah. I wasn't aware anyone else was listening. No, absolutely. It was, it was, that was nice. That was a really, really nice, nice treat yeah, really nice. to hear about his life and how he's built up the business. That was quite a, I don't know, special treat. Nice special and iconic edition. to have a, a, a man absolutely. like Bill very yeah. much as, a, as a South African, really. Yeah. He might have been born overseas, nice. but he's purely South African. <laughs> we, we'll claim him. I think so. I'll do the same. <laughs> Thank that you so much. Great. No problem. No problem. Thank you. After spending some time with the guests, Bill and I were joined by his wife, Mary. So we've, we're back with Bill. We've landed. We landed um, unceremoniously, but beautifully and just safely. And was it was great to climb out the balloon sideways. Um, <laughs> I did it sideways. <laughs> And, At least you uh, didn't have to get pulled out. Oh, we didn't, hey. We absolutely didn't. But we, everybody was just so thrilled to have Bill on board and listen to his story. And, and Mary, it's so nice to see you again. Thank you. And we talked about you as well, being part of Bill's life for so long. I mean, how long has it been now? 50, 51 years. 51 years. Married. Married. Before then, we were still together. Then a year living in sin, and about three years before that, we, we met. And clearly you've helped build to build the business because whenever I'm Absolutely. here, I've always seen you by his side. Well, I think we both do it together. Bill does more than me and Bill does more of the marketing than I do. But pick up the phone and I'll do a sale. And there you go. And I think that, that shows that couples can do it because most people say married couples can't work together. But I think you've proved us all wrong. As long as you have space, Janine, you can do it. You must be able to actually go somewhere on your own and not to be totally together all the time. And that's good. And that's you need you need you need the, you need the space either in your home or in your life, or you need the space that I can go across the UK or could without COVID to see my mum, or go across to Australia to see our kids. And as long as you take a break 
then you can do it. That you need. Yeah. You're saying as every now and then you need a break from it? <laughs> <me? laughs> oh, <laughs> we never argue. We never argue. Please, come on. No, because you're always right. Bill probably enjoys the break from me as well, so that's also fine. And I think you've, you've obviously been behind the scenes. You've kept um, the, 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 the system rolling, as it were, while Bill's up flying the balloons. You've kept the groundwork working. We, we make it work together. I don't think I couldn't do it without Bill. Um, I, I like. I like. You, I think Bill couldn't do it without me. <laughs> well, there you go. That's always in, a good one. In front of every good man is an amazing woman. Yeah. <laughs> and what was your thought when he first said, "I'm going to start a balloon business"? It didn't really happen like that, Janine. We were flying the balloon, and then, and we had a carpet cleaning business. Yes, you were. So the carpet cleaning business was very successful, and then I said, "Okay, but I'll carry on with the carpet cleaning, and you carry on with the ballooning." And every time we had an argument, with me, there are arguments that happen, I would say, do it yourself. And I'd get on the phone and I'd book my carpet cleaning contracts in and say, look, Bill, I don't need it. This is what I've done today. <laughs> and then one day Bill turned around and he said, why don't you stop doing this and do this together and it can really work well. And that's how it happened. And then, of course, the next thing is the children start stepping in. So Sam started coming in with doing the flying. And then Sarah came into the office one day and sat down at my desk. I said, why are you doing that? It's my desk. No, mum, it's mine now. Oh, and goodness. that's how Sarah started, stepped in and she got involved. So it's become a real family business, not because there was nothing else, because of the passion for it. And, and Bill tells me this year is 40 years. 40 years. Yep. I mean, then June, you said June the 12th? I think it's the 12th of June, yes. But it's been a short 40 years. You know, you can think of so many great times and one or two terrible times, but all in all, uh, we're ahead of the game here. <laughs> and I mean, you've got five balloons that took off this morning. Yep, yep. And that just goes to show that, that you know what, you're back up and running and despite COVID, domestic tourism and, and hopefully international, they reckon by 2023, um, will start coming back in. But until then, local is lekker. Local is lekker. And the people that are coming are such nice people. They're appreciative. They're very compliant with COVID rules and regulations, and they're respectful. And um, also they, dre they, they dress they dress for the, the occasion, occasion, which is fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. And do you find that there's a difference in um, the way people book locally and internationally? Like, are the guys locally, when you ask me my weight, it was like, do I just say overweight? <laughs> because I've got the two guys I, I, with me and they're mickey weight. And then I, there's my weight. <laughs> I, I, I usually say, your, your secret is safe with me. <laughs> and if a man is booking and he's not quite sure of the weight of his wife, I said, have a guess, take off five kilograms and add five kilograms onto yourself. And then as she sees the manifest with her weight at 55, she'll say, oh, you're a darling. <laughs> that's one good way you of know, doing it. You know, the other thing that's nice is with the COVID, the upside of the COVID, is that it gives people a chance to mix with the different cultures and get to know the different people that we never did before. You were always, always segmented. Whereas now, everybody's getting on well, and it's lovely that everybody has the same, they all got the same ideas. They all want to do something better, have something special, and they all are laughing and enjoying things, which we didn't have before. Yeah, Sense of Ubuntu. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much so. Ballooning does bring people together. Mm. Yeah, I remember I was flying with a, a, a British Viscount. I can't remember his name, and if I did, I wouldn't tell you. And in that balloon basket, we had him, with a regular Johannesburg couple, 
There was a little nurse who saved up every month and put money in every month so she could afford to come. And I said to the Viscount, I said, isn't it lovely? All these people from different walks of life, in different financial stages, are thoroughly enjoying it. They're thrilled with it. And he said, oh, yes, it's a great leveller. It just goes to show that everybody has to have aspirations, and this is enabling people to do it, which is great. And I'm certainly looking around, and it's wonderful to see so many South Africans and not hear many foreign voices, where you just hear the South African accent, and they just love the basket. I mean, their whole experience in the basket was just wow. They've never done it before, and they've never had the opportunity to do it, because they always thought it was for foreigners, and now they're suddenly realizing... Down the road, you know, let's enjoy things in the cradle. So, what, what are the plans for the 40th birthday? I'm dying to hear this one. Well, that's under wraps. Oh, is it under wraps? But it's going to burst onto the social soon. And we'll certainly be following it. And where can people book if they want to get hold of you? How do they book? They just ring uh, 083 379 5296. And there's obviously a website, Bill Balloons. Bill Harris original. Original. Yes, and that is. Uh, no, the website is www.balloon.co.za. And that's so simple. Yes, well, first of all, you know, if you start early enough in these things, you get the best handles and the best and names. And certainly that name is wonderful. And Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much the Bull Harrop's original balloons, you can find them on Oh, we've got a whole again. lot of handles on that, which um, I've got written down and aren't in my head. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you like me. <laughs> I think some of them are written on the photo board. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, you can find Bill Harrop balloons. I've had the pleasure of uh, flying with Bill and landing with Mary, his wife, and it's been such a pleasure having you both. And thank you for having us. It's been uh, such a pleasure. pleasure. It's our pleasure indeed. Nice, yes, to so. to, nice to be able to share it with so many people. It is, hey. Yeah, I'm thanks. Thanks. I so agree. Aham! 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 One, two, one, two. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fellow balloonists, friends, crew, and others, all protocols observed. Covid protocols observed. <laughs> Citation ad astra per ardua. That's Latin. Anybody here speak Latin? Lawyers or? <laughs> oh, Mary, what does it mean? She hot? It means the skies do hard work. There you go. But not for the pilot. Whereas it is hereby confirmed that the following people all had the courage and fortitude to ascend as few other earthly mortals would dare unto the ether. This is, this is my best Edwardian English. <laughs> We've got the sign language people over there. He's not here. And thus joined the great and daring company of intrepid aeronautic explorers. So if anybody asks you what an aeronaut is, you can tell him he's intrepid because it says so there. <laughs> who have been transported in an aerostat floating on the gentle zephyrs over the vast, sorry, vast, very vast, vast continent of Africa, it says here. Thus done and signed by your captains, Tracy Robb, Flip Stain, and Eugene. Woo! Woo!
and Mark. All captains of Bill Hypes original balloon safari South Africa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On this, the 25th day of April, 321 shopping days to Christmas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, we've got Easter over, but get on with Christmas now. Now, I'd like to thank you all for flying with us. It's been a, a great pleasure to share our passion for what we do with you, and we hope we've created some great memories. In closing, I'd also like to thank the great people who made this lovely breakfast, slaving away in the back there. Thank you. And the crew, wherever they may be. And I've got two favours to ask you. Uh, with our business, good enough is not good enough. We're always trying to get better at what we do. So we're always open to new ideas as to how we can improve what we do for you, apart from cutting the price in half. <clears throat> and finally, uh, it's... Uh, how can I, I, I put this? Yeah. Most of you found out about this through social media, and we'd really appreciate it. I'd appreciate it for all the guys, the great people who work with us, that you write us up and give us a nice write-up if you've enjoyed yourselves. Um, TripAdvisor, five stars or nothing. I know who you are. I know where you live. <laughs> I appreciate it. But it's been our pleasure. Thank you very much. And I hope we see you or your friends at another time. Thank you. This interview was brought to you by Janine Preston of SA Commuter.